This podcast is brought to you by Bloke in a Bar. Yes, it is, mate. We are all done and dusted with the podcast royale now, and we are looking forward to Magic Round. We yeah. are. You know what that means? What does that mean, Josh? It means there's going to be thousands of people in the Caxton car park getting blokes down their throats. Thousands of people getting thousands of blokes down thousands of throats. It's going to be so fucking sick. Do you reckon there's ever been more blokes down blokes' throats? And women's throats as well In one place at one time Absolutely not Guinness, no. Guinness World Records were here They'd be breaking that record And there's not a place that I'd rather get a bloke down my throat Than the Caxton Car Park at Magic Round No, it's the greatest place to get a bloke down your throat So guys, if you want to get a bloke down your throat And you're not going to be at the Caxton Make sure you go to blokeatabar.com Put in your postcode on the store locator And find out where you can get some bloke Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Clutzy, have you heard about the brand new way to make money? No. Do you want to hear about it? Yes, please tell me more. It's a foolproof method. Foolproof? Yeah, foolproof, yeah. Foolproof is the word I'm looking for, method. Uh, It's called going to dominoes.com.au and entering the the code BBB2DL and getting two pizzas and two sides from $25 delivered. Oh, so you're basically getting it for free. You're basically getting it for free. You're basically making money at that price. They're giving it away. That is absolutely ridiculous. I don't know why I haven't done it before. It's one of the fucking simplest life hacks I've ever I've ever come across in my life. Uh, do you want to tell the lovely people about their brand new pizza, the Philly cheesesteak? Oh my God, yes I do. The Philly cheesesteak. Now, for those who don't know what a Philly cheesesteak is, it's this glorious thing on a bun usually with uh, a bunch of nicely finely chopped up meat and just uh, capsicum peppers and cheese and Domino's have just gone where we've heard Klutzy talk about Philly cheesesteaks way too many times so we've chucked it on a pizza so the big fella can just keep eating and eating and eating I've seen Klutzy get very very excited over food plenty of times but I've never (laughs) seen him get as excited and as animated as the first time he tried the Philly cheesesteak pizza so if you're out and about this weekend and you need your pizza fix make sure you go to Domino's uh, try the Philly cheesesteak pizza there's a host of codes which are pinned on our Instagram and in our Facebook group to give you a cheeky little discount too uh, plenty of different bundles so check them out and thank you to Domino's for supporting the show this week bloody brilliant beers bloody brilliant beers bloody brilliant sport and welcome back to the bloody brilliant beers podcast brought to you by Blue Bet that's quite time to ask we have the bloody brilliant beers we started out reviewing craft beers on Facebook and now we're bringing the conversation that you'd more likely hear from the front bar at your local and Clutzy mate where are we today Mate, once again, we're at the Caxton Hotel. We are. So the greatest a, pub in the world. It is. It's a lovely, lovely day up here in the Caxton Hotel. It is. Uh, as always, we're joined by our mate Crow. Uh, as, as some people call him, Jack Cronin. Others might refer to him as Nathan Cleary. Yeah. Uh, that's fine. The man who went for none for 54 off two overs. How are you, mate? I'm pretty good. I was <laughs> pretty rattled by that comment last week, I must say. I thought I'd heard everything until that one. <laughs> I didn't get it when I first saw it. Uh, what was the comment? Anyone actually remember what it was? It was on our TikTok, I think. No, it was on, it was on Insta. It was like, this bloke's got uh, Ivan and yeah, Nathan, Nathan covered, covered or something. Yeah. I didn't get it. And then you brought it up. Like, is he referring well, to the I was like, is that what he's asking? 
Because I've heard a lot of stuff about my rig and and other things like that of that nature. I've never heard Chin before. <laughs> Got him. Got him. I was hoping you'd forgotten that. Too. <laughs> no, 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 no. It was a show note. Added straight to the show oh, notes. Yeah. yeah. Um, I didn't raise it since for that reason. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of show notes, Klutzy, quickly, can you recite the froth line number for me, please? 31033389. Oh, he's got With it. With an 07 at the start he's because that's it. the area code for he's got it. Queensland. Where that's Klutzy's uh, new role is he has to remember that at all times if he's asked and can't. Uh, can't say it. Then he's got to do a punishment, which we haven't got to the bottom of yet. But I thought I'd just try and get you on the I'm sports too show. Happy about that. Yeah, when you weren't <laughs> expecting it. Um, how are we, gents? Yeah, good. Uh, Australia's the champions. We yeah. are. Well, how good is that? Pretty good. How good is that? Now the content coming out of it has been great. I love seeing that the cricketers have a bit of rugby league. Yeah, ability about them. Travis Head. Travis mm. Head. Zampa's good as well. Zampa's great. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think that uh, Travis Head is possibly the most hated man from a country of about a billion people. Yeah. And he's got 26 million people behind him. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy that the 26 beat a million or however many it is. It is. I'll just get an updated statistic there for you. 26,472,055. Is the so population of Australia. Is the population of Australia. What's the population of India? Fucking shitloads. <laughs> a lot more. More, more. Way more. <laughs> India population. Way more. I think, oh, here we go. 1,326,093,247 people. That is wild. That's a wild stat. And uh, they Oh, my God. Down. No, it's even more. It's now 1,425 million. Yeah, right. There you so, go. My God. Couldn't even get it done. I said in our group chat during the week, where did Travis Head come from? Because I don't remember him debuting. I don't remember really? seeing him come through the ranks and all of a sudden he's just like the fucking best guy in the world. Yeah, he's been around for a minute. Like he debuted in Shield at 18 in 2011. Fuck. So Holy he's shit. been around for quite a while, but he was in and out of the test team for quite a while. Like he, mm. he was quite a frustrating player. Yeah. Like he used to nick off to like third slip all yep. the time. Yeah. And then he got dropped in and out and then... I don't know if you remember before the 21-22 Ashes, it was out of him and Usman Khawaja to get the number five spot. Right. Because Marcus Harris had a, was opening, opening yeah. Yeah, with Warner and it was out of um, Head and Khawaja and then Head had an awesome series, but then he got COVID and then Khawaja oh. came in, hit those 200s. And they're never going to drop and him. They yeah. never, and then we'd never look back from there. And yeah. Head got player of the series in that series and then has just from there turned into what he is now. Pretty crazy. I saw something today that uh, 2012 under 19 Cricket World Cup, mm. he uh, was in a final against India, scored 37 runs. They didn't get the win. You know, a bit of a... Yeah. Redemption arc. A bit of a redemption arc. He's now beaten them in the Test Championship yep. as well. In yeah. India. And scored 100 in that yeah. Test Championship final as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so... And yeah, he joins a group of like very few who, because he was man of the match in the semi and the final of the Wild. World Cup. So I think Holy it's like shit. Shane Warne and like two others maybe esteemed. who have done it. Yeah, very, so very, very esteemed, esteemed company. And also it looks like he's been chopping piss ever since. So yep. like, I love the Sunnies. Love like, it was like it looked like a cycling hat, yeah. hat that he had yeah. on. I saw someone so post in P's and D's. Actually, I think it might've been Kelly Thor, who's a friend of the show saying, um, do these three days worth of stories from Head compare to Luai after the grand final? I was like 100%, if not 10 times better. Yeah. Because yeah. everyone wants to get around head. Yeah, exactly. Everyone loves a bit of head. <laughs> <laughs> not the first person to make that joke. I no, definitely not. What was not. Kempy's headline? It was yeah. like, nation wakes up with cum in their pants because of head or something like that. Or <laughs> yeah. head, head causes nation to come in their pants overnight something or something like, like that. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was good so stuff. Good. Great stuff from uh, Kempy. Yeah, it was. Um, now, Crow, last week, uh, obviously you've been 
absolutely rattled by your uh, your favourite rugby league player. Luke I, Bateman. Luke I would Bateman. say I was stoked to receive that call. <laughs> yeah. Like, really excited. Yeah, I like that. Um, you possibly got something prepared. Well, are we going to... Does he have another call first? He does. Should we listen to Luke's call first for the week? Or yeah, listen to, I would okay. like to, no, I would like to hear Luke's yeah, call so first. Yeah, so long story short, we're recording a little bit early uh, than when we usually would, so I didn't get to go through all the calls today. Last minute change, so we don't have any social sports stories, but that just means we'll probably have more next week. But um, I did look out for one phone number in particular, and that was uh, of Raider number 328, Luke Bateman, because I knew he'd have something to say yeah. um, after Crow's spray last week. Um, so he's actually got two calls, so let's listen to them uh, right now. Uh, Beto here again, Raider 328. Uh, just wanted to um, see how you going, Cuts and Dars, and give a big fuck you to Crowey. <laughs> Mate, as if I'm going to sit here, I tried to be civil, tried to be civil about it, but I'm not going to sit here and cop shit from a fucking jock sniffer like this <laughs> big long streak of duck shit. <laughs> Firstly, I'd like to defend my actions in that moment. When Sean Johnson's about to, you know, complete one of his greatest games of his life, who am I to stop him? <laughs> Mate, like I was just sitting there just watching greatness fucking happen. Like, I mean, I'm pretty sure anyone in that position would do the exact same thing. Secondly, is there any way that you boys can stop that fucking phone call for ringing for so long? I've been sitting here for two minutes trying to record this message. <laughs> <laughs> um, thirdly, boys, we've actually got a bit of a, um, a local, local sporting chat for you. It's more about culture than um, anything that happened, but... I play local cricket out um, in the Roma comp for the for the mighty Indian Eagles, and um, we play we, we play Mitchell in the comp. And um, I don't know if you know much about Mitchell, but the boys train hard, play harder, and drink hardest. So <laughs> anyway, we went over there last year, mate. They they rock up to the game like you know pretty steaming. and then during the game they they pass around um, this jungle juice between them on the field. And um, just get drunker and drunker as the game goes on. But the the funny thing about it with them is that their playing ability increases too. And they absolutely smacked us. Like they got <laughs> blokes, like literally blokes, like spewing on the field from drinking this jungle juice. And they're absolutely belting us. <laughs> and um, I'm pretty sure that they do that every weekend. So. Yeah, it's just a good bit of culture in the um, the Roman District uh, cricket comp. Anyway, fellas, have a good one. Cheers. Maybe we need to head out there for a game. That would be so yeah, good. that does sound like a good one. That watch. is the sort of game that we can go sit on the sidelines and watch. 100%. Um, straight off the bat as well, Beto. Apologies for the uh, long call. I don't know why it does that. A lot of people complain about it, don't know how to fix it. But if you want to go to our Instagram or TikTok, there's a link in our bio where you can leave a message much more seamless um, with just the click mm. of the buttons. Maybe give that a go. Uh, but should we get into his follow-up call as well? Yeah, yeah please. Actually, fellas, I need to ring back again. I don't feel like I've sprayed him hard enough. <laughs> First of all, you've got a bloke sitting here having a go at an ex-NRL player when his claim to fame is knowing obscure fucking <laughs> Sheffield Shield stats. And I'm sure your fucking parents are real proud of you, Jack. <laughs> Secondly, fucking... I don't know whether you've ever stepped foot on the field against Sean Johnson. I know Jack hasn't, definitely. <laughs> But when Sean Johnson, you know, when Sean Johnson's in the mood, he's single-handedly one of the best players in the NRL. And, yeah, I could have tried to charge down that field goal, but who am I to stop fucking Sean Johnson's highlight reel, you know? I just, I don't think I have any right to fucking get in front of that kick. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't feel like I deserve to take that from Sean. He's a great player. He was um, really turning one on that day. 
and um, you know, hats off to him. I um, yeah, what a great fucking what a great moment for him. <laughs> great moment for everyone. I gotta say, we gotta we do have to remember as well. Um, the three of us, we're not in a Sean Johnson highlight tape, but no, is. They know so is. We do so, have yeah. to remember that. Yeah, we yeah. do have to remember I that. I do feel like Luke Bateman in a video session getting sprayed like that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, that was recorded about 5am on a Thursday morning. I woke up to a text from him saying, I've just called in twice to spray you, your jock sniffer. <laughs> so thanks for that, Luke. Great but to hear from you as always. Yeah, it is good to hear from him. And I, um, I was doing a bit more research this week before I was banned from the Bachelor page. Yeah, can um, we cover that up quickly? Yeah, just quickly. <laughs> whoever's running the Bachelor socials and or managing Luke Bateman's account, I was commenting all this stuff on his... Um, on his post, just stupid, funny stuff. Sniffing his jocks, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Just <laughs> being like, he's my favourite player. He used to do so much work in the community in Canberra. Just rubbish. And uh, it was getting no likes. And I was like, this can't be right. I've looked it up from my other accounts and uh, I've been restricted from commenting. That's so, so, so funny. It's, it's not showing up anywhere. Caesar's Palace me. is blocked from co- commenting on the Bachelor's That's actually ridiculous. page. Just a joke. So I was pretty down in the dumps about that. <laughs> but before that, I was looking up Luke and I was reading that he likes writing poetry yep. and sonnets. Yep. And uh, I was like, wow, that doesn't sound right. But then I checked in with the great man and he confirmed he is a, a poet of note. And um, he even sent me some of his work. So I was like, wow, nice. And I thought in response to his call, I'd write a little poem back for him. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, Let's it's quite it. respectful though. So I thought it's my first time. So Luke, please don't be too Go easy. Yeah. yeah. So dear Luke, I'm glad that your call was not a fluke. Strong opening. <laughs> Very strong opening. <laughs> Hearing you spray me on this stream has made me feel like I'm living out my teenage dream. (laughs) I once told my friends that you'd be an origin great. Now I'm watching you go on televised dates. (laughs) I didn't have you pegged as such a joker. It's a shame that your only try was credited to Jared Croker. (laughs) I fear the content of your calls will just keep getting darker. Oh, Luke, why couldn't you just pressure Sean Johnson from marker? I'm hoping that today is where this beef ends as I'd love nothing more than for us to be friends <laughs> because honest to God, you seem like a nice geezer. Please, can you introduce me to Aiden Caesar? <laughs> That's my first poem for Luke. I, I really like it. I really, really like it. You're welcome to write one back. Yeah, I've actually I've actually gone ahead and written one myself. Oh, nice. Yeah, this, has, this isn't from Luke. I've written this, but I just knew Crow was coming prepared, so... I thought I'd write one as well. So I've, I've had a crack at this over the last week. So uh, let me know what you think. Oh, gather round, folks and lend me your ear. I have a tale to spin about a mate we hold dear. His name is Jack, a legend so bold. In the world of sports, his stories are told. He's a fan of the Raiders, O'Camber pride, NRL grid with passion inside. <laughs> but let's not forget that day at the pitch when cricket left him in quite the glitch. None for 54 or two overs he bowled. The wickets untouched, the story unfolds. <laughs> Yet Jack's spirits remained as strong as, it, as could be. He laughed it off and joined in with glee. Then came the swim, a race to the end. A false start occurred, his dreams to suspend. <laughs> Disqualified yet, he wore a proud grin. I'm just like Thorpe, he said with a spin. <laughs> Ian Thorpe, the legend of the pool. Jack's comparison, a jest so cool. In the Sheffield Shield, his interest holds. Cricket adventures as the story unfolds. 
Now, Jackson, our podcast, a guest so divine, bringing laughter and tales, a friendship sign. With Raiders and NRL and cricket so grand, in the word of, world of banter, he takes a firm stand. So here's to Jack, the sporty delight, a true character bringing joy to our night. In the game of life, he's a winner, you see, even when the scoreboard says none for 53. <laughs> <laughs> Thank oh. you, Dars. <laughs> we look forward to your response, Beto. <laughs> Fuck me, that's set me. That's set me. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Righto, for all us uh, rugby union diehards or just people that come from Ashgrove or just anyone that loves a, an underdog battler sort of story, yep. there's some huge news that has happened in the rugby union sphere this week. Yeah, massive. Very, uh, very exciting times. Hamish McLennan is finally fucking gone. There's a late night ousting. Yep. And they've replaced him. Who's Hamish McLennan for people who don't know? Hamish McLennan, well, understandable you don't know who he is because the marketing <laughs> pigeon hasn't put it out there, but he was in charge of Australian Rugby Union. Yep. Um, he's the big dog of Australia. Well, he was yep. the big dog of Australian Rugby Union. He's gone. He's gone. He's fucking gone. I heard on the radio that he's claiming that the reason he's gone is because there was a smear campaign led against him. I believe he hung his hat on getting Eddie Jones in. Yep. And the Eddie Jones thing went terribly. So I was like, well, now. Also, Australia, rugby in Australia is fucked, mate. It's not yeah. a smear campaign. It's fucked. Like, it is fucked. The results speak for themselves. But, but there is a saviour. There is a saviour. Now, Rugby Union have gone and looked across the nation and gone, what can we replicate that will bring us back? Yeah. And that's GPS rugby Fucking union, baby. Clutzy's local club. Our local club. So Daniel Herbert, a legend of the game, a legend of Jeeps, a legend of Ashgrove, a legend of the nation. Yep. Is now the head of the ARU. Yep. So, fellas, I wanted to pose to you, um, with Rugby Australia now being run by Jeeps, yep. what do you think we can expect? Well, I think obviously the first protocol is just to scrap preseason altogether. Yeah, 100%. Just get rid of it. 100%. Boys complaining about being overtrained. Like, it worked yep. well for sixth grade. They win premierships. Why shouldn't the, yeah, should the exactly. Wallabies be any different? As one of the best premiership winning teams of the last decade, um, one of the most successful teams, that's for sure. The no preseason, no training is really work. So I think that would <laughs> yeah. be a good model to follow. A holiday to Europe just before the finals as well <laughs> always does the trick too. Yeah, great for bonding. We've yeah. always great said getting on, getting on the piss. You'll never know someone like you know them until you have a beer <laughs> with them. Get all the boys. Maybe lock them in the sheds. Hundred percent. Lock well, them in the sheds. One thing I was thinking as well is obviously you need to get people to games and you need to start generating money while at the games. Um, so 
cheap piss as well. You're going to have yep. Herbie getting his many. He's going to get his younger. Sorry, his older brother Anthony Herbert, who runs Jeeps. Yep. I think he's going to get involved. Yeah, they're yep. going to get him down there. He's going to be flogging off his five dollar player drinks. Yeah, love that. Meat tray going around. Meat, meat tray trays. going around. Yeah, which and that's you know, what the does anyone, know, does anyone know a meat tray winner from GPS Rugby? No, I've, no, I've, no one I've does. Nev- <laughs> we literally chat about this every Saturday at a home game. <laughs> well, they sell tickets, but no one. I've they, never no, seen anyone no walk away won. with the meat tray. <laughs> it's in Herbie's fridge. Yeah, it's the best. Same meat tray every week. He just puts it back in the freezer when it's done and brings it out next week. Well, legend has it that it's just fucking. Plastic meat. <laughs> but it's I've just also done never really seen well. anyone buy a ticket either, so that might also. Oh, I bought plenty. Yeah, I've never, <laughs> I bought I've never bought one. Plenty. But imagine, imagine you go to Suncourt, watch Wallabies play, and there's a fucking meat tray on offer. Yeah, like, oh, get yeah. rid of the fifty-fifty so fucking yeah. raffle. Bring them fucking roadie meats, meat trays around. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing. You know, you've already got roadie that's uh, one of the major sponsors of GPS Rugby. So why not bring? A, oh, sorry, not roadie. Billy, it's, um, Billy, meet at Billy's. Meet at Billy's. God, yeah. my apologies. I can't believe I just swore. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But you've already got them, so why not just get them on a national scale? Start getting them to all the stadiums, and instead of those fucking shit fish and chips, which my missus, that's her favourite thing to get at the stadium. For, <laughs> for $14. Reason, for 14 oh, bucks. that's gent being cheap as well. Why don't you get a meet at Billy's Wagyu burger for 9 bucks oh. fifty oh, with the works? Oh, that's, that was going to be on my list, works burgers. Yeah. yeah. Heaps of beetroot. Lots Heaps of beetroot. Of beetroot. <laughs> but also self-serve, so you yeah, can just yeah, do yeah. whatever. Yeah. And because you've got like a, a club like a community club rugby uh, team being involved. Like there's a lot of donations and stuff that people give to keep it afloat. So I yeah. think we're going to take a lot of donations. Yeah. I, the, my, oh, yeah. my favorite thing about um, local club rugby is just the rogue sponsorships. Like you'll just get yeah. the most random mum and dad operated yeah. business throwing up a fucking sign this big on the side of the stadiums. Like yeah. who's on the side of the field? Who's seen that and going, yeah, I'll fucking get around that. Like <laughs> it blows my mind. It's crazy. I'd love to know how much they pay to have it there. Just that, they're just supporting just the club though. That's yeah, what, that's, that's it. Oh, that's it. That's what the Wallabies need. Now I think another thing that's going to come through. Hopefully it's kosher and with the times. But uh, we might bring back national baptisms. Yep. That's what I was, um, yeah, I was going to say that one as well. Yep. I you always see uh, those photos with the baggy hat, like the baggy hats, as some yep. sort of like that's how they are brought into the team. But yep. like, what about just getting dunked and abused yep. by a, a really scary prem grade player? Yeah, yeah exactly. Talk us through a baptism for people who don't know what they. Entail. So what we do basically, it's uh, to get all the new people or returning people to repent their sins for not being a part of the GPS senior rugby community. Yeah. Um, so you just have a, a bath full with some beers, and then you just ask them to say where they come from and. Then you just dunk their heads in, baptise them, and cheat <laughs> Pretty simple. Yep. Very, very simple. And skull beers. There's a couple of birds with the same stone you're killing there. Like the, the pre-season beers to get to know yep. you. Yep. Um, like it's building culture. Yep. A little bit of hazing. A uh, little bit of hazing. Like yep. all three of those just being ticked off. You know what? There's probably a meet at Billy's barbecue happening in the background. Yeah, exactly. Like works burgers are on. The thing there as well, now we did mention the hazing. It's not a bad hazing at all. No, no, no. You it's know? enjoyable. Like it's, it's a good way to get people together. Some people are a little bit intimidated by it because they don't know what's about to happen. But once you see it unrolling and how much it brings everyone together, which is what we're fucking aiming for. Yeah, bring the nation together. It's, it's just a great thing. Yeah. Um, one of the other things is we're just going to have Jeeps in everyone's cheeks. <laughs> now, everyone in the, in the nation. Yeah, you see how happy I am. Yeah. There's a reason. Yeah. I've got Jeeps in my cheeks. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, that is. Yeah, I didn't think about that one. That's a low hanging fruit, yeah. really. Yeah. Um, and there's something else as well that I've heard uh, on podcasts about rugby union. 
that isn't happening in the national setup, and I assume it's not happening in the domestic competition either, is kangaroo courts. Yes. And holding people accountable. Yep. Yeah. Well, they fucking hold Hamish McLennan accountable. Bye-bye, driver. Well, like, he he should have just fucked off. Yeah, true. Yep. It took a lot longer than what it should have to get yep. that fuck yep, yep, out. Yep. Imagine a kangaroo court after every rugby, like Wallabies game, they just get maggot in the change rooms and throw <laughs> fucking fines and credits around. But that's the thing is that someone, like, let's say you've had an absolute howler of a game, so there's usually at least 10. Yeah. Um, <laughs> get absolutely fucking pounded yep. by the two people that have had a Great game. game, yeah. It's so, an honesty session. Yeah. Ma- yeah, Marky Mark, he is never getting in trouble. Yeah. Angus Bell, never getting in trouble. Yeah. But they're just roasting the fuck out of everyone, and yep. they take charge. Now, we've got them for many years because they're young. Yep. If they just rip into a select few people who look like they've got something, but they just need that extra push, and they just keep hounding them, hounding them, and then they wake up the next day with one of the all-time cunts of a hangover... <laughs> They're going to remember that. You best believe they're going to come and out the firing. And the next time they go out. Yeah, there's plenty of time between Wallabies games to recover as well. It's not like they're playing every week. Yeah. Artie Sevilla running at Carter Gordon and Carter Gordon just fucking picks him up and drives him 10 metres backwards and dunks him on the ground. Credit. That's because Carter got the uh, worst hangover he's ever had. Yeah, yeah. And he's so, earning a credit for the, for the next game to hand out as a fine. So yeah, I it. like it. Yeah. But yeah, I just think, um, I think the nation is... Going to be going into a fruitful time for rugby union purely because Jeeps is at the front. Talking about the change rooms, Josh, where do you think uh, Herbie, the new Herbie, is going to f- sit on jocks in the shower? Because <laughs> I know that's been a big p- point for you. Yeah, look, well, if there's no cameras, you get them off. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, in this day and age, people. Cameras to, everywhere, uh, man. Yeah, blokes love to film other blokes in the showers, apparently. <laughs> so it uh, depends on how you want your cock out. Actually, bit of a tangent. This is quite weird. <laughs> this will be good. But, yeah. um,. So I've recently moved into a new place and uh, Saturday night we had our first like night where we were all there together. So had dinner, it was all wholesome and shit, all lovely. Shout out to Kate and Steph. And um, we had Steph's boyfriend Christian there as well. So we were like, fuck it, let's watch a show. Yep. Let's go watch a show. I went downstairs, <laughs> got changed, went to the toilet, came back up. 45 minutes later. <laughs> Stunk the whole house out, yeah. <laughs> Had to open up all the windows and the air vents. Kate's just there giggling and she's like, I've found a show. It's like, what is it? I look up, it's on Stan and it's called My Massive Cock. <laughs> and it's a show about English people with huge cocks. Luke Bateman. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Johnny Boy. But... um. There was one guy, and it made me literally think about Jeep sixth grade. <laughs> this dude has a nine-inch cock, yep. and his mates give him shit for it, but all they, they live in this small town, and all they do, they play like soccer or something together, and all these dudes just take photos of the guy's cock and film him and send While it around. While he's running it. and shit. No, like in the shower. Oh. So like he'll have it tucked up and you can see it while they're playing. But he's like, everyone in my town, I struggle to date because they know I've got a piece on me. <laughs> I'm like, oh, fuck. Tough gig. Struggle? Yeah. Sorry you've got a big cock. Yeah. yeah. Pete Davidson's been living off it for like five <laughs> years. Yeah, exactly. You could literally do anything with it. Yeah. Put your mind to it. Yeah. <laughs> Put your cock to it. Become a cricket player. You don't have to play for a bat anymore. <laughs> Well, that's what Travis Head just did. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, as long as there's no cameras around, it's fine. Okay, yeah, good. Um, yeah. 
Get your cocks out, I suppose. <laughs> That's the moral of the story. But yeah, go Jeeps, go Rugby Australia, and let's fucking bring it back, baby. <laughs> Uh, fellas, one of the weirdest stories I've seen uh, in American sport, which is really saying something, uh, but also just shows how, shout out to all our American listeners if you're there, um, how you guys just don't really have a clue about things. Yep. Um, <clears throat> Philadelphia Eagles have released a former first round pick. Now, this seems like something that's quite normal. Happens all the time. First round draft pick. First round about, draft right? picks, yeah. Yep. So they're like the cream of the crop, right? Happens all the time. You make the wrong pick. They actually didn't. Um, so Bernard Williams, he got released. He's a 1994 first round picked, number 14. We weren't even um, born then. We weren't even born. Right, no. his last premiership. <laughs> really? Who's no. counting? No, not me. <laughs> um, so he got released at the age of 51. So he's been a member of the team for the last 29 years. Respect, yeah. Um, what happened was he played all games in his rookie year. He got NFL all rookie honours. He's a fucking good player. But he loved weed yep. so much that he just kept testing positive, positive for marijuana. Pretty sure that shit stays in his system for fucking ages yeah. too. Yeah. And apparently he had like seven or eight at least where he like just kept getting tested. Tests, yeah. yeah. So they put him on the reserve, suspended by the commissioner um, list for at least one year. And then they just forgot to take him off it. And the NFL were doing an audit on the Eagles the other day. And they were like, you do realise that this bloke is still on your roster. So he's been there for 29 years without pay because you don't get paid when you're suspended. Um, Surely there's some entitlements though that he's got. Like there'd be something. I believe I I wasn't able to properly find it, but I have heard that he is entitled to like a Super Bowl ring or some shit like that. It's crazy. How much do they go for if you could flog one of them off? The Eagles won ages ago. Hey, they won that. They beat the Patriots that year. The Philly special. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, I was that twenty. It, it blends it together with all the Patriots Super Bowls. Yeah, um, seventeen or eighteen or something. Yeah, it was around that time. Yeah, um, couple hundred thousand. Fuck, yeah. get him his Crazy. ring. Yeah. So um, yeah, they never officially released him. So now he's been released and he is officially available to be signed. <laughs> Will he be claimed on the waivers? Well, that's what you think. <laughs> There's a lot of teams that are quite desperate out there um, that could potentially take How him. How old would he be now? He's 51. <laughs> <laughs> right. So he hasn't officially retired either because he's just been on this fucking list. Yeah. What position is he? Offensive tackle. So he's six years older than Tom Brady, who retired last year. Yeah, yeah crazy right. So he's probably fun. the oldest NFL player ever. Yeah, that, that's he's got a lot of claims to fame. Yeah. Longest on a, on a team. Yeah. Like oldest NFL player. There's so many different that's things. That's just going to fully fuck up all their records. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. The oldest player to play, oh, but except for that one cunt who we yeah. forgot about that was technically still playing but never actually played. So fucking funny. But I just think it's so funny that, like, the organisation just never saw it. Yeah. It's like surely you would have had someone suspended yeah. that goes on that list. Also, taking, like, the NFL that long to also realise that there it, was yeah. still this person there. But I tried to find if there was something where this had happened. Before. Before, and yeah. I couldn't. But I kept finding... Weird reasons or fucked reasons why people were getting released from teams. Yeah. And the best was um, soccer players and NFL. Yeah. So there's a fella here, a Brazilian defender by the name of Marcello, had his contract terminated by the club Lyon in France for farting in the change rooms <laughs> and laughing about it. That you would be yeah, I was gonna on, say, your, on the street, cunt. Yeah. Clutch would have been sacked three times to Savo. I never, <laughs> ever would have stepped on a football or cricket field. You'd be homeless. Yeah, yeah. I would be. Yeah. I would be. Um, 
But that only happened 2020 slash 21. Oh, really? Way. So recently? Yeah. It's probably very, when there's mask mandates on as well. Surely just deal with it, guys. Yeah, yeah exactly. Or maybe the fucking particles. If we had a mind. fart clause in your BBB contract, you'd be fucked. Yeah, but we don't. So, <laughs> yeah, so I'm that's fucked. That's on you. Yeah, I've got to deal with I'm it. I'm sorry yeah. about that. Ventilation um, up here is not that great. No, it's not. But that's okay. Shout out to the Caxton. Um, had another one. Jeffrey DeFisher was sacked by FC Emin for shitting in public when he was blind. Uh, now, police found him shitting next to his car. <laughs> so he tried to say that there was another person driving. But they were like, you're literally shitting next to your car in public. Yeah. So the club got rid of him. Um, and he tried to go out there and say that that wasn't the reason. It was just there was no more playing opportunities for him. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, but you quite clearly got done for shitting in public. I, I love how when people use the excuse, ah, I was blind. Though. It's like, yeah, but I've been blind a lot of times and never shit in public. Yeah. And never had like had it cross yeah. my mind. I've only seen one of our mates shit in public. Who? I won't say. Yeah. Well, but it was on a bridge in Ashgrove. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I drove past... Right near your, not the one near your side. Near yeah, the billboard. yeah, oh. but on the other side of the road. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. And yeah. that poo was there for at least three months. Well, one of our other mates, we've, big dog. Yeah. <laughs> we've covered we've covered it off on the podcast many, many moons ago. One of our other friends did a shit under the Eiffel Tower too in yeah. public. Um, shout out to Eden road. Richards. But like, yeah, shout out to Eden Richards. But different story if you're sober, I think. Like if, yeah. I don't know. It's almost more acceptable if you're sober, I think. Yeah. Like, you just know you, you, like you've the, lost to the elements. Though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like it's ex- an extreme setting. Whereas if you're blind, it's like, mate, just maybe don't be disgusting. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, we had another one here, An Jung Hwan of South Korea. Now you've surely nailed that pronunciation. <laughs> I hope so. Um, he scored a goal against Italy at the 2002 FIFA World Cup. He woke up the next day and found out that he'd been sacked by his club Perugia. With the chairman saying, I have no intention of paying a salary to someone who has ruined Italian soccer. Holy so shit. So he was signed to an Italian soccer club. club, knocked them out of the World Cup, and the dude was that angry that he got rid of him. Sacked him. How Fuck. fucked is that? Yeah, that's brutal. That, that is, is brutal. proper fucked. That is very, very brutal. Can you imagine if that happened at like I'm just trying anywhere? to think of an example like in like the league. Bronco, like the Broncos sacking Payne Haas for having an awesome game against the Maroons. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly yeah, right. You've, back yeah, you've in the day, back for rugby league in Queensland, ten yeah. years pain. Yeah, Mick, Mick Devere gets a sideline conversion <laughs> for the Blues. Yeah, wakes up without a job. Yeah, wakes up yeah. and six later, staples in his face. A yeah. Peter Wallace masterclass back in the day. Like <laughs> 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 very few Broncos play for the Blues, eh? Uh, it's yeah, disgusting. it's a bit weird. Dogs. Hey? Yeah, I don't like it. Uh, another one here: Devion Smith was cut by the USFL, so that's um, United States Football League, Pittsburgh Maulers. This is pretty fucked. He chose to have a slice of pizza over a chicken salad. <laughs> and they sacked him for And it. they sacked him. He asked a staff member if he could have a slice of pizza instead. And they said, no. They said, is this going to be an issue? And he said, yeah, probably. Um, so in all their contracts, there was something where you had to be respectful towards teammates, staff, all yeah. that sort of shit. Uh, so the club deemed that him not wanting to have the chicken salad and wanting to have a slice of pizza... Disrespectful. Just being disrespectful towards him. And there's a video out there somewhere of the coach trying to explain that to him. <laughs> and he's just like, I, I literally just wanted a piece of pizza. Yeah. Add like, that to the other list, the list human. of klutzies for him <laughs> getting sacked from this business as yeah. well, yeah. I'd be so far. Yeah, fucking earth. Um, another fella, Lawrence Oko, I don't know how to pronounce your name, bro, um, was cut by the Cardinals during Hard Knocks. So for those of you who don't know what Hard Knocks is, Basically, one NFL team in the preseason gets filmed. They put it on HBO. It's fucking awesome watching. That is sick, yeah. Um, this dude, on the first episode, they filmed someone 
parking in um, the head coach's, Bruce Arians' <laughs> parking spot. <laughs> and he had a meeting and apparently his one thing is like, you don't do things you shouldn't do. So he's like- His one that's thing. What, that's the one thing. Yeah, that's like his one you shouldn't follow do. Follow every single rule. <laughs> one yeah. big thing for him is like, you just got to like, yeah, just follow the straight and narrow almost. So he was like, had this big meeting in front of everyone. I was like, I don't know who the fuck it is. Two days in a row it's happened. Don't let it happen again or you're off this team. I don't care who you are. And it was like on the third episode, he pulls in this dude and he's like, mate, you're the fucker that's been parking in my parking space. You're oh, off the team. Got brutal. rid of him. Pretty bold after yeah. the chat. Like, um, fuck him. I'm yeah. just parking there anyway. <laughs> yeah. Fuck him. He's just like, oh, well, like rock up to practice earlier if you want to get a good parking space. Yeah. Also, I'm the coach. I can do whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> um, this is probably my personal favorite one. Chad Kelly. Yep. So he's like the nephew of... Um, Ned. Uh, yeah, not Ned. <laughs> Jim Kelly, who's like this like well-respected bloke in the NFL. Ned's brother, yeah. Ned's brother, yeah. <laughs> I think he's second cousin. Now, Chad Kelly was just a fucked individual, did a lot of things, but the last thing he did before he got sacked by the Denver Broncos, he was at um, his teammate Von Miller's Halloween party, and he left that. He was dressed up as Woody from Toy Story. Yep. Broke into someone's house. And then there's video footage of him getting chased out by a guy with a vacuum cleaner tube <laughs> dressed as Woody. Yes. I mean, that's potentially a sackable offense. Yeah, like, yeah I agree definitely. With that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But bro, he, he's just done, yeah, he's done a lot of fuck shit. Uh, he liked to steal stuff all the time. Yeah. Um, do you reckon you've done anything, say you're a professional athlete, that you could get <laughs> sacked for doing that sort of stuff? Uh, I'm trying to think on the spot. Nothing like that. I'm trying to think of something random that potentially would have been the end of me. If if there was those sorts of rules floating around when I was at uni games playing soccer, the, we wouldn't have been able to field a yeah. team. Um, actually, shout out to Sterling Farquhar. First night I met him was at uni games and we stayed up till like three or four in the morning on the piss and then had a game at eight and he didn't even show up. He just stayed in bed. The piece of shit. Yeah. It was the toughest fucking game of my life. Typical of him. Typical uh, of a Norths player actually. Yep. No fucking ticker. Yeah, I had to. My Everyone knew that my party trick for when I was blind was I could recite uh, every word for John Cena's intro in the WWE and they made me do it sober after the game. It was so fucked with that's like the awful. other team around me. Oh, it was so, that is awful. so fucked. Sucks. Yeah, yeah. That's where you look at yourself and go, fuck, do what I need I a new party yeah. trick? Yeah, well, yeah, start yeah. the music. Um, I reckon I'd probably get done for 2018 sixth grade grand final after that. Um, public nudity. Yeah. <laughs> Mate, the You're list lucky. for you was long, surely. <laughs> I got up there and poured 15 bags of ice on my head naked on a table at Jets. Yeah, why did you do that? I don't know, man. They just kept That's throwing right. bags of ice. <laughs> Pompey Tula sat there and just kept throwing bags of ice and everyone loved it. I lost my medal on the roof for a bit, so I had to throw someone up on the roof of the clubhouse to get my um, premiership medal down. <laughs> So, thanks so many to questions. But I reckon that's all I do. Yeah. What do you reckon, Crow? Anything you've done? No, I don't know about me, but I was thinking in the NRL, funny one was, do you remember when Lachlan Lewis got sacked for trying to flog off the speakers yeah. from the COVID bubble? Oh, yeah. Yes, dude. What, what did How, he do? He, they got given like speakers, I think, for, when they got moved, like relocated in the COVID bubble. Yeah. And he tried to flog. Like a JBL on. speaker yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. Were meant yeah. To give, like they were the NRLs and they meant to give him back and he tried to flog it off. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. So yeah. fuck. There's been some fucking, there's plenty of indiscretions in the NRL, but I don't know if any of them as, are as comical as that. No, I'm sure there's a hundred of them that have been brushed under the rug too. Oh yeah, like that we'd love to hear about. Shout out to Brisbane. <laughs> yeah, right, I reckon shout out to every club in every city. Yeah, yeah, hundred okay, oh, <laughs> um, percent. 
We did have one more segment, but I reckon we call it there. That's 36 minutes. Yeah, we'll Maybe save that one yeah, for we'll next, week. next week. Um, hope you guys enjoyed the show. Thanks for listening. If anyone is listening to us on Thursday, Friday morning, 4 a.m., Kangaroo Point Cliffs, Crow and I are going to be there to do Ned Brockman's milk run. I probably won't be. I might rock up afterwards and say hello. Ned will hate that if you do that. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, come Imagine on. letting down Ned Brockman. That yeah. Is, that is a scary I thought. think the bigger letdown would be me running one kilometre and not going further. I reckon with Ned in your ear, you could run a marathon. <laughs> That's the dumbest thing you've ever said on this fucking podcast. Which is saying something. Which is saying something. But yeah, yes. four a.m. Uh, tomorrow morning, Friday. I think it's the Kangaroo Point Cliffs. Fire up, fire up. Be there. Uh, it's going to be great. Thanks for listening. Uh, we'll see you Monday. Bye. Clutzy, have you heard about the brand new way to make money? No. Do you want to hear about it? Yes, please tell me more. It's a foolproof method. Foolproof. Yeah, foolproof, yeah. Foolproof is the yeah. word I'm looking for, method. Uh, it's called going to dominoes.com.au and entering the, the code BBB2DL and getting two pizzas and two sides from $25 delivered. Oh, so you're basically getting it for free. You're basically getting it for free. You're basically making money at that price. They're giving it away. That is absolutely ridiculous. I don't know why I haven't done it before. It's one of the fucking simplest life hacks I've ever I've ever come across in my life. Uh, do you want to tell the lovely people about their brand new pizza, the Philly cheesesteak? Oh my God, yes I do. The Philly cheesesteak. Now, for those who don't know what a Philly cheesesteak is, it's this glorious thing on a bun usually with uh, a bunch of nicely finely chopped up meat and just uh, capsicum peppers and cheese and Domino's have just gone wow we've heard klutzy talk about philly cheesesteaks way too many times so we've chucked it on a pizza so the big fella can just keep eating and eating and eating i've seen klutzy get very very excited over food plenty of times but i've never (laughs) seen him get as excited and as animated as the first time he tried the philly cheesesteak pizza so if you're out and about this weekend and you need your pizza fix make sure you go to domino's uh try the philly cheesesteak pizza there's a host of codes which are pinned on our instagram and in our facebook group to give you a cheeky little discount too uh, plenty of different bundles, so check them out. And thank you to Domino's for supporting the show this week. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.